So what do you think, insert person who's more successful than you here, would do in the situation? I have no clue, but this is what we're going to do. Welcome to today's process. Kill your influences. Stand up, push forward. Let's light the lantern. Welcome to the Understory Lawyer Podcast, where creators build the classic American business with the following public principles. One, build a platform. Two, your family is the strategy. Three, self-reliance. Four, the golden rule. And five, commerce that revolves around actually making something. Follow me as I use these principles to transform my family from living in the suburbs to creating a self-sustaining homestead in the understory. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, creator? Be you in an understory against your will or be you in an understory of your own choosing? Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. All right, so... I'm fired up to talk to you today. Today's actually kind of a, we're going to go a little esoteric. So I do this from time to time. Actually, I do it a lot. It's a personal failing. But when I started the podcast, um, or even before I started the podcast, when I had the radio show or uh, Wade Beyond the Courtroom, or when I had my first two podcasts, uh, SIDW, Self-Improvement Doesn't Work, or Clear the Field, um, anytime that I would interview someone, or any time that I would talk about a successful person that was in the realm of what I was trying to talk about or think or do, uh, I would have a little bit of a fanboy problem. So if you don't know what a fanboy is, you know, fan stands for fanatic, right? So think of like sports fan, right? So think of, you know, you have a normal tough guy, alpha, and then he meets Tom Brady and he just turns into a, like a puddling mass of goo. He's like, oh, Tom, what do you think I should do for the storm shingles on my house? Right. Like Tom Brady will 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 shill some storm shingles for, uh, you know, some northeastern company where storm shingles are apparently required for a nor'easter. And uh, and then, you know, perfectly normal human beings will go like, oh, my God, I've got to get Tom Brady storm shingles. And uh, Tom Brady, I don't think that really fits his brand storm shingles. He's you know, he's doing He's doing the Ugg boots and he's going into the uh, the fashion, the fashion. And, you know, I don't know. It's just is so weird. Like Tom Brady's selected branding for himself uh, is is as mystifying to me as how the NFL is trying to brand itself now, too. So don't even don't even get me started on that. But these things can have a very strong influence on our life. Right. So I'm a writer and uh, which means that I like. I like squishy topics, right? I like there to be, I like there to be soft edges around things so that I can kind of move them around and manipulate them and, and try different things. And there's this, there's this saying, I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was, was it Coleridge? Maybe he wrote it down in a, in a calligraphy or something. Um, who said, you know, kill your darlings. And then Stephen King said, kill your darlings, kill your darling, kill, kill your darlings, kill your darlings, kill your darlings. And it really got me started to think about it, you know, and Ben Settle, uh, who I'm very influenced by a lot, um, talks about it as well. And for me, I've kind of come to the conclusion that eventually there's this, there's this sequence that you go through, right? So there's, you, you look at people that you're trying to get help from or that you're trying to learn from or that you're just basically, you know, following or whatever. And, and you start as a fanboy. Okay. Then there's a, there's a, there's a, spe- there's a, a continuum you know, from left to right, from fanboy to influencer, right? And then with an influencer, that person influences you to some degree, right? Or they just fall out of your, they fall out of your committee, right? Your central committee that you keep in your brain rent free for people, right? If you're ideologically possessed, then you've got, you know, insert 
political figure here that you hate. Right. But but at the end of the day, what you want to do is, is that just as a writer, when you're writing a book, you want to kill your darlings, which means basically is that your favorite things that you like, but that don't belong. And ultimately, at the end of the day, your 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 committee that makes the decisions in your life for you and your family and ultimately for how you're going to impact your community should be a committee of one. With some with some consultation with your family and then people who pay you for things. It, unless someone's paying you for something or as a member of your immediate family that you chose, like your wife or husband, uh, and then your children, right? Uh, if they're not in that little circle, then they're not, they're not, they're not sitting on the committee of decision. And if you've got Tom, if you've got your wife sitting there with you in the committee and you're kind of running through things through her and then Tom Brady is sitting there, you don't want your wife, you don't want your wife and Tom Brady in the same room. You don't want that. You don't want that to happen, do you? You don't want Tom Brady contradicting you on, on what you think in your decisions, telling your wife, you know, Kristen, wait, wait, is that's a good idea, Wade, but I really think you need these storm shingles, Kristen. And Kristen would be like, oh, Tom Brady. Yes. Storm shingles. You don't want anyone else in the committee of decision. It's just you and then and a very limited number of, of people that you consult and you have to kill your influences, right? It's, it's, and this is metaphorically, I don't want any, I don't want any, anyone going all psycho on me and then doing some weird, weird field of dreams, drive out and, and, uh, you know, take, take me to a baseball game. No, ultimately at the end of the day is that influences are just that they push you in one direction or another, or they point you in one direction or another, but you have to make the call. And I think that's one of the things that's happening right now. Besides this giant, it's a giant Milgram experiment. I'm going to interview someone tomorrow. I'm really excited about it. We're going to talk a lot about sort of what's happening right now with the institutions. And I think, I think what's happening is that so many people are afraid to take responsibility for themselves and their own decisions. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll make all sorts of decisions and put on, you know, put on their, their social media, all sorts of things about, you know, which, which product they're going to buy and how it fits their political alignment or they're going to make decisions based upon, you know, you know, Tom Brady telling them what storm shingles they should buy. You know, they're very good about saying, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about these decisions. I'll make these decisions on these little things. But they, they have no problem offloading these big decisions to people like like your own personal medical medical decisions. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I just don't I don't get it. And they off and they're willing to offload them to institutions that have historically not only lied, but uh, criminally lied. And in some cases have had to pay like the largest amounts of fines ever, like in the billions and billions and billions. And, and I say this only because, you know, you can have that on a big scale of like when you're in an emergency, like a pandemic, like what's going on now, people will offload their decision-making, but you can do it on, on things in your own personal life as well. Like what business am I going to run? Right. See, I give you principles and building the classic American business is a hedge against the coming turbulence. Right. But I don't tell you what business to build. I'm not, I'm not like shilling some, some subway franchise for you. Right. Where you've got to really be concerned is, you know, is the bread really bread? Supreme court of Ireland. I think it is bread. It looks like bread. I don't know if it tastes quite like bread, but I think a better question for subway should be, is the meat really meat? <laughs> But whatever, Supreme Court of Ireland, you, you pick whatever you want. And if you're going to make your own place instead of trying to find it, then ultimately you have to make the call. And that is a very, 
that is a very robust responsibility for you. It's a very robust responsibility for you. It's, 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 it has, the marketplace has winners and losers and the difference between winning and losing is a micron. And, and if you are unwilling to take responsibility for your own decisions, you have no shot. It's pretty simple it's because you have to determine the process for you and how you're going to do things. And only, only you have the chance to be with you all the time to figure out what your bugaboos are. So the biggest problem I had for years and years and years was, is that I would try to adopt these productivity regimes for other people that other people did that I admired that were successful. I was like, oh, well, this must work for them. So it's going to work for me, which is no, totally wrong. I couldn't be more different than almost everyone than almost everyone that I follow that was successful because the requirements for being successful, I did not possess. So that's why I was looking for someone to help me to try to be successful. And so, so I would adopt what they were doing. And then I was surprised when it didn't work because my, the personality that I had in terms of being a creative person, in terms of not being very conscientious naturally, um, you know, those things didn't exist in the people that I was following and they just took them for granted. And so when someone takes something for granted, how, how in God's name would they create a framework for you to follow that, that includes addressing that they don't know you. They just have to create a framework that, that works for them. It's like, Oh, this works for me. It must work for everyone. And it's like the, you know, it's not predict. it's, it's, it's not predictive. It's like the wide earth effect, right? It's not predictive of any future, any future success. So I, I have to just pound this idea and this esoteric talk that we're having today about if you're going to make your own place, ultimately you have to take ultimate responsibility for all the calls that you make in your business. And if you're going to build the classic American business, I just provide for you a process that allows you to make those calls. And it provides you a framework that allows you to sort of evaluate them through all moods, if you will. And then you make the call. And because ultimately Tom Brady doesn't have to work in your business, right? Like every single person I've ever interviewed on the podcast or for the radio show or for whatever, they just go back to their life and they do their own thing and they're running their business the way they want to. They don't, they don't come and have to sit in my business. Now they have invaluable information, but you have to know how to apply that information to your own specific circumstance. And that's a skill. And you never take the time to develop that skill and get the feedback of bad calls if you just offload your responsibility to either being a fanboy and just being like, okay, Tom Brady's going to buy my shingles. Um, or you you have some sort of you know magical course or coach or codex that's given to you by some online guru or something that you're trying to do. Or you, you go to a franchise. You're like, well, I'm going to go buy a franchise and I'm just going to offload everything to Subway because Subway has my best interest in mind. You're never going to get the life that you want if you do that. And the scary thing is, is that, is that most people that go and become an entrepreneur don't get the life that they want. I think the average, the average income of your, of your entrepreneur is like, I don't know, 60 grand or something like that. I mean, it's not a ton of money. You know, everyone looks at the the unicorns and, and, you know, all these companies that, you know, just crush it. Like, I want to do that. Like, no, you can't, you have to set the foundation for your business and the universe sets the ceiling. Because you're limited in your perspective and your ability to basically interpret the data. And so, you know, some people are very data driven. I, I try to use data sparingly uh, just because my personality is more squishy and that probably hurts me at certain times. But that's just that's just who I am. And that's the business I want to run. 
I can't, I can't be sitting and ruminating in debt all day. That's why I talk to smart people that like to do that. And I let them do that for me. So I just want you to consider the possibility that you are smart enough, strong enough, stable enough, and most of all, worth it to make your own decisions for yourself in these things, basically on everything, because ultimately you have to bear the consequences of your decisions. So when you're sitting down and you're thinking to yourself, self, what would X do in this situation? Try not to do what X would do. Try to do what is best for you in the situation and kill off your influencers just like good writers kill off their darlings. Now, again, metaphorically, I don't want anyone to to, uh, go crazy, but just think about that. And, And if you can get your brain around that idea that Tom Brady doesn't really know the best type of shingles that you need or that, you know, insert guru here doesn't know exactly what's best for you, If you can start to wrap your brain around that and that is in terms of that's ever, it's never, those people never know when to do that for you. The only principles that you can offload yourself to in terms of when you're trying to make a decision, you don't know what to do would be historically, historical religious tradition principles that have been proven over centuries, (laughs) right? And even if you're not a religious person, if, if you're really stuck, like be pretty safe in some of those, some of those places. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade and just simply write down, am I willing to kill all of my influences and be responsible for the decisions that I make in my business? And just remember, there's no end if you stay in the path of understanding. All right, creators, I know you want to escape the current understory that you are trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you're going to have to have a creative clearing, a place to stand in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course, coach, codex or crypto, but I cannot help you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. You can do that by subscribing to my daily email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. The podcast contains the philosophy and the five public principles, but the daily emails have the insights, innovations, and two more principles of building the classic American business that I only discuss with my subscribers. Raise your hand and let's light the lantern together. The path of understanding never ends but that does not mean you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.